Grandpa Still Remembers and Paul's Parables present stories by Auntie Winnie, my sister, who was a missionary in South Africa. This is Auntie Winnie again with stories about Easter. The very first Easter. Ready for some more of my story? On the last night of the Passover week, the sky was lit by a full moon. I went strutting through the bright streets to check on my city. I saw people everywhere staying up late. They should have been inside eating their Passover meal. At least they didn't have to worry about the angel of death passing through the streets like in Egypt at the first Passover. Lots of them still marked their doors with blood the way Moses taught them years ago. Jesus and his friends had gone to a room upstairs for their Passover dinner long ago, and I couldn't get up to the windows. I pecked at a few toes to remind people to get to bed. They needed their rest so they could be strong the next day and do the jobs God gave them to do. After all, who knows what tomorrow will bring? I stepped outside the city walls to a garden where olive trees grew. On other moonlit nights, I often found olives there on the ground, my favorite bedtime snack. Tonight, under the trees, I found Peter and a few others sleeping. Then I heard a strange noise, but I wasn't afraid. I turned and saw Jesus on the ground, yet he wasn't sleeping In the moonlight, I saw his face covered with sweat. He was praying. I heard him say, I'm full of sadness, Father, and the sadness is so heavy. But, Father, whatever you want to happen, let it happen. I watched him for a while. Then I got sleepy, and I took a nap right there. The sound of fast and heavy footsteps woke me up. Won't this city ever get quiet tonight, I wondered. A group of men had entered the garden, some leaders and some temple soldiers. I was surprised to see Jesus' friend Judas with the soldiers. He was sort of hiding his face like he was afraid. They all had cranky faces, and the soldiers carried swords and clubs. Peter at first tried to fight them, but then he slipped off. The soldiers grabbed Jesus and led him away. Jesus needed help. I followed him back through the gate and into the city. One of the soldiers tried to kick me out of the way, but he didn't scare me. We entered a courtyard lit by torches. Lots of people were there. More soldiers and leaders and servants and others. They tried to shoo me away, but I wasn't afraid of them. I wondered where all of Jesus' friends were, now that he needed their help more than ever. Were they frightened? I saw Peter sneaking into the courtyard. I flapped my wings to say hello, but he held his hands in front of his face. He was acting like he was afraid and didn't want anyone to see him. People in the courtyard asked Peter if he had been with Jesus. 
But Peter answered, no. He said he was absolutely, positively certain, without a doubt, that he didn't even know Jesus. I could hardly believe my ears. Peter was so afraid that he didn't tell the truth. And he didn't do it just once. I heard him tell that lie three times. After the third time, I decided to crow. The night was nearly over and daytime was coming. In the morning light, I thought, maybe Jesus' friends would stop being afraid to help him. I let out my loudest crow. Then I did it again. Wake up, God's people. The darkness is ending. The daylight is near. I was about to crow a third time, but through the doorway I saw Jesus again. The soldiers were taking him to another room. As he passed the doorway, Jesus turned his head. For just a moment, he looked straight into Peter's face. Then the soldiers shoved Jesus away. Peter turned and walked out. I wondered where he would go. I hopped on the wall and looked. I saw Peter slumped over in the street, crying harder than I've ever seen a man cry. Oh, dear me, everybody is afraid, even Peter. And what can a rooster do? I didn't even feel like crowing anymore. In fact, I was feeling not quite so brave myself. But someone had to stay with Jesus. Listen tomorrow. I'll tell you the story of one scared rooster. 